1: Damon Martin reporting live on this. What is this? It's Wednesday night. Yeah, comes? a little late.
0: I had got flew, flew back in from Dallas. It's a little late.
1: Yes, sir. We feeling good though, man. Jerry, how you feeling over there, man? Straight, straight off the, straight out the Clairport. Right back from uh, from Dallas. How was your man trip?
0: Bro? trip was cool. Uh, late flight last night. I just wanted to get there and christen the city before uh, my Clemson Tigers christened Notre Dame at the Jerry World in, in about three weeks. So, as I said, make
1: sure everything was straight. Did you, you holler at Jerry? Make sure you know the the place was ready for your boys to come in town and you know do well, what they do.
0: Well, I tried do. to tell him I was going to bring a good football team into town. Um, I thought the Saints were going to do that on last Ooh. week, but they they did not. I uh, throw a little bit of shade at my boy J D Z. But with that being said. My
1: hey, taxes got shade, a dub,
0: nine straight wins. My Tigers got nine. a dub, 12 straight wins. I mean, well, we got my, my picks. As I told y'all last week, y'all both owe me a drink because I told y'all I was going to be back in the positives this week. Plus 600, four and one. Only miss of the entire week was Andrew Luck getting shut out versus Jacksonville. But besides that, we live, baby. It's been a good week.
1: Oh, my God. All the listeners out there, I wish you could see Jeremy face. <laughs> and we see it crystal clear <laughs> HD right now. <laughs> the face of pure contempt and disappointment mixed with nervousness. It's, som- it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a somber day for Jay me. Daisy, how you uh, feeling? Man? You, had, you, had, you had, what, three days to recover? Thinking about that, that game uh, out in Jerry's world, man. How you feeling, Six bro? days like, to like, recover. I had how more than that. It was a Thursday Six days. So it's been marinated for a while here. Yeah. I mean, I, I I've definitely recovered. Okay. I mean, it's it's a week. This a week thirteen loss. I mean, okay. oh, So I mean, now, now it doesn't matter. But just one week ago, we were talking about how you bet nine hundred and ninety six dollars. You were that confident that I was. I was. I was, I was very, in. very confident. Um, the, the biggest reason why, and I'll get into a little bit more detail on it, but for three straight weeks, the best left tackle football has been out. We haven't missed a beat. I didn't think. I said, okay, you know. He, Jermon Bushrod is going to be fine. He's still out there playing like he's Teron Armstead, and then all of a sudden we played against the defense and said, "Oh, he can't block anybody who's guarding him." Okay, cool. So Teron is back in practice this week. Not really too concerned. Uh, we got a whole bunch of bums left on our schedule, uh, especially the Panthers twice. So hey, what I what I have to say about this? Fourteen and two, we'll get it done. Let's go, man. Let's go. You're just throwing shots already. <laughs> but uh, listeners out there, we appreciate you guys tuning in again. Uh, what are we on? We, I think it's week 11, guys. So we're, we're still going steady Thursday mornings. We appreciate y'all support. Appreciate the feedback. But well, let's go ahead and get into what we got to talk about this week. Uh, first of all, we kind of got into a little bit, but we're going to talk about Cowboys and Saints in depth. Uh, did the Saints get exposed? Did they have a bad night? Uh, are the Cowboys that good? We'll get into that. We're also going to get into some more somber uh, type news. Kareem Hunt released from the Chiefs after that very, very disturbing video. Uh, we're going to talk about does he deserve a, a second chance and, and, and uh, second chance at the league? And, and who do you think uh, would, would benefit most from picking up a guy like Kareem Hunt? Obviously, everybody in the league. But we're going to get into that. Uh, some NCAA football Heisman. We got a lot to talk about today. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Let's get right into it. So, Jeremy, uh, I'm going to start with you today, bro. Uh, the Saints, man. Like I said before, do you think it was just a bad night? Did you guys get exposed? Uh, you know, I'm hearing some excuses about how you guys are missing. Was it left tackle? You said. Yeah, the best left tackle in football. Uh, okay, so person, was, that, was that the reason why you guys, the guys pers- lost? Let, the let's person talk who has not given up a sack the entire season. Uh, yes, yeah. yes. I'm not going to say that's the reason why we lost. We got outplayed. Frankly, we played terrible. It was a horrible game by us. Uh, I think the only people who were worse than the Saints on Thursday night were the officials. Uh, but, oh, hey, we got outplayed. <laughs> All I'm going to say is this. We got outplayed in the game. But I just want to throw out a few things. First off. The Cowboys' defense looked legit. Their linebackers, I'm willing to say their linebackers are legit. Uh, Jalen and uh, Van Der I mean, those guys those guys can play. Jalen Smith. But are the Cowboys the only team in football who doesn't get called for targeting? I've watched the last two weeks. I saw them playing the Redskins. When the Redskins were going in to score, obvious targeting penalty. Didn't get it called. I saw our tight end get hit on the on the goal line. Obvious targeting penalty. Called an incomplete pass. We had to challenge it. That's how we ended up without losing our last challenge. And the reason why we couldn't get the ball back with five minutes ago instead of with two minutes ago. Then I yeah, saw the hit on, on the Alvin on refs Are you huh? blaming yourself on the refs? No, I'm not. I said we got outplayed, okay. but the refs were okay. terrible. Terrible. I've saw so many holding penalties against the against the cornerbacks. The cornerbacks from the Dallas Cowboys literally can't run with anybody. They just hand fight all game. So if you're gonna call a game like that. You can't call that pass interference against Marshawn Lattimore at the end of the game. That was the most garbage pass interference call I've seen in so long. That should have given the ball back to the Saints with a minute twenty left, and the Saints should have had a chance to go down and score to win the game. I'm not saying we did play, we played well or we got cheated by the refs. I'll say this though: we were robbed of an opportunity to win that game. We had we even though we were, didn't play well, our defense played stellar. Our defense held them to 13 points, which is why. I say we're you come way more confident in the Saints. If you look at the Saints defense over the last four weeks, they're giving up 13 points a game. They have not given up 20 points in the last four weeks. Since week three, they've given up more than 24 points one time. That was to the Rams. So overall, the defense is clicking. If you're telling me it's gonna come down to, hey, can uh you know, can Drew Brees put up more than 24 points on average? Oh, yeah, I think I'll be fine with that. You know, I'm not really too concerned. It was a hype team in the Cowboys. They came in. They got a job done. Congratulations to them. But my anticipation is they'll go out and lose to Philly this week and we'll be right back on schedule. So, hey, just just some random Thursday night loss. That could very much happen, but <clears throat> I think that's probably the best thing that could have happened to you guys. Yeah. I I wouldn't like – If I were you, I wouldn't feel comfortable with those guys going undefeated into the playoffs because a game like this would probably happen. But you guys got out of the way. Uh, You know, I just want to say that me and 85, we told you that this game is going to be a lot closer than you think. And we were right. So, yeah, Jared, wait, wait, um, wait, wait, wait. did did you guys not both pick the Saints to cover, and didn't you both yes, at I, least pick us win by ten? I, I didn't. I, we didn't. We didn't pick the Saints. What was the line in that game? I know we. I it was the seven. Saints y'all both said 10. ten. Yeah. We, we, we can't, we're not gonna have revisionist history. You guys both said we'd win by double digits. Here, here's the deal. Y'all said we 10, said 10. You Jeremy, said 45 You went out on a limb and said 45 points. He said
0: 45 to 14 yes. was gonna be the more yes. points. I, I going a
1: lot, a lot, and I am pretty sure I called out and said they're gonna they're gonna ground and pound you guys. They're gonna give the ball well, to But they Zico. didn't. They, they, they got shut down for the entire game. He averaged less than three yards of carry for the game. He had like 25 carries, he but he didn't go way. anywhere. If you take away he had one 21 yard run. If you take what that. What are you run, talking run, about? He had one twenty-one yard run. If you take that run away, he had 22 carries for 40 yards. He literally got Jared, shut down for the entire game. I, here's the thing. Who's said run, you know, Jeremy, Jared, if you take away your biggest, uh, your two but biggest if you closers, give him that, I mean, mean, He still didn't get 100 yards rushing. Yeah, so he, he he had, had, like, here's,
0: here's the deal: did not have a He great had like game. 90 yards <laughs> rushing on like <laughs> He had, to, start, he had, had some receptions, but their offense was terrible. Um, I mean, Dak, Dak missed Gallup on, at the end of the game on a throw that like, I'm pretty sure Damian you hit that throw at Jerry's world when I hit the dude with a with a hitch and go. I've heard I've heard a lot of people um, I've heard
1: a lot of people saying that, but I saw I saw Patrick Mahomes missed like three of those in one game. All I saw no, 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 no Jeremy, win. Jeremy,
0: have I not been telling you that about Patrick Mahomes
1: all season? But, I'm but, going but, to what this. I'm gonna say, I, I saw, I saw, Aaron, I saw Aaron Rodgers miss one down the sideline against the Vikings. People miss yeah. those passes all the time, but for some reason with Dak, people are saying, oh man, he missed that one pass. I seen, I saw Aaron Rodgers miss it literally the week before I, on Monday on Sunday Night Football.
0: I see Dak miss it all the time though. But with that being said, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go exactly where you just went. I'm gonna go to Aaron Rodgers. Damon, correct me if I'm wrong. I remember when Aaron Rodgers lost to the Rams and Todd Montgomery fumbled the ball at the end of the game, and I mm-hmm. said, "I'm not saying that 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 lost them the game, but it lost Aaron Rodgers the opportunity to go down and win the game." Right? I said, "All he needed was a field goal to win the game." I do, remember. and you remember what Jeremy said? I'm not sure if you if you remember. Let me re- let me remind you what Jeremy said. No, let's, let's get into Jeremy it. Jeremy said, I can't even give him that pass because if we're going to say he's the best quarterback in the world, let's look at his drive stats first drive, punt, next drive, punt, next drive. It's going to
1: touchdown. Next time, next punt. next time. How <laughs> that <Ram laughs> defense you're talking <laughs> about?
0: No, no, but here, let me let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> so, when we went through that, you you said. Aaron Rodgers only put up 27 points. Drew Brees would have scored 50 points on that team. And you, you guys almost did. But, and then here's the second point. I remember we were talking about MVPs a couple weeks ago. And I said, Deshaun might have a chance if we can win out the rest of the games. And I said, Drew, and then I said, Drew Brees, I thought lost it. That was after the Vikings game. And Jeremy said, I said, Jerry said, well, what about Deshaun in Time?" And I said, he played really well in Time. We, we just beat the uh, the Dolphins. He said, what about the Cowboys? I said, I thought he played pretty well during that game. And you said, he only scored 19 points. All I'm going to say 16, is this. Points. 16 points in regulation, 19 points overall. With that no, being 30, said,
1: 30, 30, 30.
0: Jeremy, the score was 19-16. Um, but with that being said, all I'm going to say is this. I don't, I, do I think the Saints got exposed? I think they got exposed in the sense that if you have super fast linebackers that can take away a lot of the shorter passes and also have legitimate cornerbacks that can match up on the outside, you can take away what they do best. Um, they 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 basically took away most of the short passes, tried to make it a very, very ugly, tight game, and they were able to do it. Do I think that's a big concern in the future? No, only teams I think can really do that maybe be the Cowboys. And I don't think
1: ever again, you guys would lose in that, that fashion. Um, if but- we play the Cowboys again, it would be that 40 point loss. Let me, let me, let me first off, let's in get New into your conversation. New Orleans, but in Dallas, so I, I, I see that game you going. You said the, the, the Sean Watson should be in the MVP conversation. He has 21 touchdowns and nine interceptions. Did I say he should be in the MVP
0: conversation? Or I said, as I said, a few weeks ago, if they went out the rest of their games, he might have a shot. And you laughed. And I said <laughs> Jim, right now he's he's sixth on the MVP odds.
1: According you to said. what? He's, he's 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 probably definitely but I know he's definitely behind Breeze, Mahomes, Gurley, probably uh, I no. know he's behind Aaron Donald, Khalil and, Mack.
0: No, nope, he's not behind Khalil Mack. So he's behind Mahomes, Breeze, Aaron Donald, Ty Gurley, Jared Goff, tied
1: with Luck and Russell Wilson. Okay. Uh, regard, regardless, let's first off, let's go through the nonsensical arguments that you made. Why did I bring up that Aaron Rodgers should have been able to torch that Rams defense? Because every decent quarterback that has played against that Rams defense torched it. I saw Russell Wilson torch it twice. I saw you said, well, we'll see what Breeze does against that defense. What did Breeze do? Five straight touchdowns. So. When you're telling me Aaron Rodgers got five straight punts and ended up with 10 points, yes, I'm going to say Aaron Rodgers didn't get it done. Just like in this game, I'm going to say Drew Brees didn't get it done. He didn't have a good game. Drew Brees did not play well. He probably played the worst game he's played in a year and a half, two years, maybe maybe even longer than that. He had a horrible game. So I'm not making any excuses for Drew Brees. But I'll say this. The Saints, like, that that was, I would say that was Sean Payton's worst game I've seen him coach. Overall, I mean, from a from a from a scheme perspective, there was there was nothing open. I mean, uh, across the board, there was nothing open. First off, I'll start by saying this: there's no reason Tommy Lee Lewis should have been deactivated. I said before that game, hey, this is kind of strange here. To deactivated Tommy Lee Lewis; he's the only fast receiver they've got, and Cowboys have nothing but big big corners. So we put a whole bunch of. Do yeah, you think it was a reason why he was deactivated, or did just deactivate him for no reason? Um. Well, Traquan Smith was out the week before, and so that's why he was activated, and he went off that game. But they put Traquan back activated and took him off. So next week, um, had to be a reason against the Panthers. Well, well, they just needed a roster spot, and Traquan had to take it. But um, the next week or next week, not again, not against Tampa, but the week after, that's when Tagin comes back from his uh IR. You can't put those those corners. They played a single-high safety pretty much the entire game against us. You can't play single-high safety with Ted Ginn on the field. You just can't because he's going to beat somebody, and Drew Brees is going to throw him a 40-yard bomb. He's going to have a wide-open touchdown. So that's something that will get fixed. we got to get some speed into the the wide receiver core. Secondly, there was like 14 uncalled pass interference against Michael Thomas. Awoozie and Byron Jones do nothing but grab the entire time they run up the field. They called three or four of them, but there was other ones where I'm sitting here going, I got like videos on my phone of where they're literally five to six steps before the ball gets there. They're grabbing on and holding his arms down, and he can he can't even get his arms up for a catch and they're not calling anything. Yeah, on that on that last this play. Jeremy saying that the referees uh, had an influence on this game, is what he said. No, saying. no, I'm not because I said I said, Well, I will say that yes, they did have a, an influence on this game. I didn't think they lost the Saints the game. I thought they had some terrible calls against the against the Cowboys as well. But I will say this: their in like inability to make simple calls was huge in this game. If you look at that play, that the first play that Drew that uh, Sean Payton challenged, that was a clear catch, and they and they on, on third down and they didn't give it to us. They said the call stands. I don't know how you hold that, hold that call. It was obvious; it was a catch. Then we throw a ball. Down to the four yard line with a tight end. He took five steps after catching it. Guy no, he not He 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 dropped. He, he he dropped yeah, I counted him did, out. He took five yeah, he took five steps. steps,
0: but he bobbled the ball. He didn't have, he didn't secure the ball. He took two steps. After
1: All right, it. I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to cut this rant off. I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired of listening to this rant. All right, Jeremy, let's let's you guys lost. You straight up lost the the, the game. The, the The refs were were bad on both sides. You acknowledge that. You guys are an eight point favorite in Tampa Bay next week. What happens? I'm not betting. I'm not actually betting on the Saints this week. It's going to be one of those weeks. I, I think. I wouldn't. I think we're going to win, but covering eight points is a lot. We've lost the last, I think, two games against Tampa. Um. So I. I, I think going to be a tough game, especially after them coming off uh, beating my terrible Panthers. No, that's not really Tampa. That's not really much. I'm not, that, Tampa, that, that actually makes me think that the Saints are going to win worse, but. Um. <laughs> Overall, what I think about you you guys better not, y'all better not, y'all better not lose to the Panthers. Oh, my God, (laughs) that'd be a terrible. (laughs) That would be horrible. You know what? I will say this, and this is what I will say. The Saints, the year they won the Super Bowl, they lost three straight games. Those three straight games in a row. Do you know who they were? They played the Cowboys, the Buccaneers and the Panthers. That was their three straight losses. How did the Saints schedule set up this year? They played the Cowboys and lost. We play the Bucks and then we play the Panthers. Now we did take against the Panthers because we set everybody out because we had no one one seat locked up. But that does make me a little nervous going into these next three weeks. Overall, I watched the Boy, entire. Really digging. I watched the entire Rams game. The Rams are terrible. I've watched the Bears play. The Bears defense is good, but Mr. Biscay better get back on the field because Chase Daniels looks terrible. And overall, I'm not really concerned with anybody. I hope the Cowboys make the playoffs. I hope they come to New Orleans. I would love to see them. I would love to send them back home as a thirty-five point loss. Um, so I'm, I'm not concerned at all with this. Did the Saints get exposed? Yeah, we got exposed for having a top-five defense in the league at this point. And so, um, look forward to facing that. All right, guys. So Jeremy's obviously very, uh, very passionate about the Saints, and uh, he has a right to be. You know, he lost lost a lot of money last week, but we're going to see how they bounce back against Tampa Bay uh, uh, this week. Uh, hopefully, you know, he has a better week, but we shall see. Um, let's get into another NFL topic, not related to actually on the field. Uh, I'm sure as most of our listeners have have seen, uh, Kareem Hunt was caught on camera assaulting a uh, a female at a hotel. Apparently, it happened I think in February, but um, it didn't. It, it's not a good look for him. So I pose a question to you guys: Do you feel like Kareem deserves a second chance? Do you feel like you know should it be a a, a suspension for you know two or three years? Uh what do you guys feel about this? Uh let's let's start with Jeremy on this topic. Uh I mean it's definitely a sad situation all around for everybody involved in in the matter. Um I think the saddest part to me is that uh I mean he's a kid and he ruined he's probably ruined his life. I mean it's uh it's going to be tough. He's probably lost about 25 million. Um but you know he he deserved it. I mean he he deserves whatever's coming to him. Um, I I have Absolutely. no sympathy for him. I mean, he he probably deserved to be prosecuted by the law, and I think that's probably the bigger issue here. I think a lot of people are starting to say, "Oh man, the NFL should have done more," and and they should have obtained the tape that TMZ did. Well, the the police department saw this tape, and how he wasn't charged with some type of assault uh, is is mind boggling. I think this is a huge police, the police didn't the ball drop. The the well, police didn't get this tape. Police said they could not get. I, it. I thought they could not get it. Oh. Uh, Oh, from what from what the NFL said was that the the place where it was told him that the police were the only ones who who could access. Right. It. So, um, and I just find you know, it maybe- hard to believe that the Chiefs. I feel like the NFL, all teams in general, they know about these incidents. I mean, you're talking about a billion dollar business. I feel like they know yeah. about the, these in- incidents before they happen, but they simply just wait. They don't. They don't. They're not proactive at with it at all. Actually, I, I, I will say this for the three, for the teams though. So with the teams, they they talked to Kareem Hunt, and then the NFL took over the investigation. So as according to NFL rules, once the NFL as a whole takes over the investigation, they're no longer allowed to look into it. So the team um, wasn't allowed to. So it's really up to the NFL to look into the situation because they really, really the reason for that is because they don't want the teams to meddle and and maybe try to get to somebody before they talk to the NFL personnel things like that so the team i'll take kansas city off the hook uh mainly because they talked to cream early once once the the nfl found out about it they took over the investigation once they found out that kareem hunt was uh lying to them they fired him on the spot especially considering the fact that he's uh, you know probably one of the top at least three or four players on their team so a um, top 15 arguably the top 15 top 20 player in the league yeah but yeah, I'm still, he, he could be a huge one, but, loss but, but with, the, with the Chiefs, I mean, they're so talented. Like, if you ask me who I'm taking in a draft right now on their position, I guess overall, the positions he'd have been probably fourth on my list. Um, I'd, I'd take uh Patrick Mahomes before him, i take Tyreek Hill before him, i take Travis Kelsey before him. Uh, but I mean, he's he's definitely immensely talented, and, and you know, I think it's um, you know, his just due, I think he'll get another opportunity. He didn't get claimed. Uh, but I think next year he'll be back in the league. He's probably gonna have to serve about. I'm I'm gonna guess maybe a ten game suspension. Uh, but I'm assuming he'll be back on on a roster and uh, probably playing for the Jets or you know some other organization in the next year. Um. Well, I do agree, Jerry. Jer, what do you feel about this? But two things.
0: One, I hate when people keep saying the Chiefs should have known uh, or they do. This this tape was a, acquired by TMZ for $300,000. And NFL teams can't get into the business of paying $300,000 to try to find videotapes. I they, that's just
1: not something you can get into. But the, why w- but why wouldn't uh, you though? If you, if you know an accident, if you first, know a, first a, a situation first off, occurred. Legal it's illegal. Let me ask you this question though, Jared. If 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 NFL, I'm sure they had word that this situation occurred first of all. Yes. Do you guys agree? They did. Yes. So why wouldn't you go to the full ex- fullest extent fullest extent to find this tape and get to the bottom of the matter before TMZ leaks it and you guys look even worse. So
0: here, here's here's the reason
1: why. That's and what I don't like about it. Now
0: here, here's the reason. One, it's illegal, right? You can't pay for that tape. Um that once once the investigation goes, like that person that sold the tape is gonna get prosecuted. Um because only person who's supposed to have access to has access to it. But Jared that, that's not true. It's true.
1: That's not true in the that's not true in the fact that if I know that this was an assault. This was a crime. Right. So if the NFL knows that a crime occurred, they can go to the police and subpoena that hotel or wherever but that incident happened. Never to that. Turn over to turn over that video. So
0: here's the deal. Police had were the only ones who had the right to it. The hotel said they could not get the video for it. Is what they told the police.
1: How can a hotel I, I worked for Wild House for five years in downtown Atlanta? You know how many times I got called by cops to figure out you know a, a fight something happened that happened all the time and we had to turn over tapes right t- i did that that's all the, the time that's the legal part they it, so with with the machine of the NFL i just refuse let, to believe let, that let they me don't finish, have the ability to go, go find they, they, tape. But go the tape the
0: police department didn't get the I, they said that they were told that they, there was no videotape of it and then or that they they couldn't find that actual clip of the incident happening and then TMZ dug and paid $300,000 for the tape so because the police requested it and they didn't give it, the person who released that tape is facing prosecution. Uh,
1: Who's a bigger machine, TMZ or the NFL?
0: Oh, obviously it's the NFL, but here's the deal, though, damn
1: it. And so, I, I, Jerry, I, if they I wanted to problem. find that tape, could they find that tape? Not
0: legally. So that's the thing. If you can say, oh, yeah, we're going to legally – and, and let's, let's say this. If you get in the act of doing this, let's say you pay $300,000 and the tape is that some girl said something to him and he said something and walked off. You pay $300,000 for that. And you're going to do it every time there's an incident? Every Dude, time there's – Do you know how little $300,000 is to the NFL? Oh, $300,000 for five five thousand or 500 players in the league? We're going to do – because here's the deal. I'm not – I'm not
1: – you get $300,000 worth of fines every, every week.
0: As I was saying, if we're going to say $300,000 for every incident where Kareem Hunt said, I never put a hand on a girl. And if that's what he says – I never touched her. I'm going to pay $300,000 for a video to confirm it. What if he, he told the truth? So at the end of the day, I can't do that for all my players. I'm not going to do that for everyone. Else. I'm not blaming the, the teams for that. I think at the end of the day, Kareem Hunt made a, obviously a terrible decision. Um, I don't think he ruined his life because I think, honestly, it's going to probably make him more money than he lost. And by that, I'll say this. Kareem Hunt was a rookie. It was a third-round pick. He was making $500,000 a year. Uh, he, had, he was under contract for the next three years. Long-term, he probably was going to get a contract in another year and a half. But realistically, he's going to sign somewhere next year. He may be at a veteran minimum. You know what veteran minimum is? 450000 Basically the same thing he's making now. After that one-year deal, people will forget about it. He will break out. He will sign a $20, $30 million contract. I think long-term, uh, there's he, for players that are really good, there are going to be opportunities. And the thing for me is I think they're still the Chiefs, fired him because he lied, not because of the incident. Because if it was the incident, then they would never have drafted Tyree Kill, who pled guilty to punching his pregnant girlfriend in the stomach. They, I mean, they're, they're, that was a, a controversy as soon as he was drafted. So uh, if, if they're going to look at it from the perspective of, you know, they say zero tolerance, I don't believe that. I think it was the fact that when you have billionaire owners and you lie to them, I think that was more of why he got, he got let go. But I think he deserves what? a second chance. I, I think he's going to get a second chance, but obviously it was a dumb, dumb thing. And now he's got two other incidents, hotel fight uh, or no, sorry, nightclub fight and restaurant fight also is going to factor into the, the suspension. So I think he'll probably miss the first four games of next season and he'll be back.
1: I, I, I don't think it's because he lied. I think it's because think- he was, he domestically or not maybe domestically, he, he assaulted a, a female. You can say what you want about Tyreek Hill, but when he did what he did, he was not on that team. Um, so I think that's why the Chiefs look at it a little bit differently. I mean, I, as terrible as it is, Tyreek Hill and his and the girl he assaulted—they're actually married and have kids now. Um, and 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 so I th- I think for an NFL team to overlook something that happened before they were on the team, even though I could disagree with it and say hey, they should have never brought Tyreek Hill on the team, um, I think that's a little bit different than than doing something while you're actually on that team's roster. Like if, if it's about lying, if somebody stayed out by past curfew and said they didn't, would, would they have fired Kareem hunt? No, they wouldn't have. So I think, no, no I'm, not, I'm not.
0: obviously Jeremy, we, we can one the, the CEO and president and owner of the company uh, of the, the chiefs isn't calling you because you were late, but obviously it's a serious situation. What I'm saying is if Kareem hunt said, Hey, I was drunk and I pushed this girl. It'd still Could be have been fired on the spot. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't think they fire him. I think, I think they suspend him. I think they he tried did
1: more than push the push the girl though. Push her and then he kick her. Did a lot more than that.
0: He pushed her and then kicked her. But if he if, if he has said that, I think he I I don't think they release him. Personally. I could be wrong
1: on that. I just don't think they would. I don't I don't think he would have made it into the season. I personally I personally don't. To be honest, that was the best thing that happened for his for his sake, is that um he lied to him because I the cream hunt didn't finish the season well last year. And I think if he was going into this going into the season, and then uh, it comes out that he that he hit this girl and they got cut. I don't think he does get picked up again. I think from the fact that he had, uh, you know, he was being very, very productive this season um, and, and in his sophomore campaign. And he's showing himself to be a, an elite star. Um, I think that's why he'll get another chance. But if at the end of last year, he really tailed off a lot. And if, if he would have told them the truth up front, I think the Chiefs would have cut him. And I think he would probably be out of NFL forever. Um, so no, he, you know, he, he,
0: still, he still finished last year leading the league in rushing. I think he would have gotten another shot. But I, I, I do agree he's helped himself tremendously with his play this year. But on the other side of this, um, what does that kind of do for the AFC? I don't think the Chiefs have a shot anymore. Like, I don't think they have a shot. Uh, Spencer Ware, I, don't,
1: I agree with you. I don't, I don't think they have a Spencer shot. Spencer Ware Kareem didn't Hunt look
0: nearly the way he looked three years ago before Kareem Hunt got there. Um, Mahomes... Dude, I, Jeremy Jeremy can agree with me and attest to this. Like, Mahomes threw four touchdowns, no picks. He should have had seven touchdowns, no picks. Um, Their their offense is going to be able to generate – they have too much speed. But the problem is when you get those leads, can you run the ball long enough to keep the keep the ball out of the other offense's hands? And I don't think you can. And you look at – they played the Oakland Raiders last week, and the Raiders have a terrible offense. The Raiders put out, what,
1: 30 some points? Yeah. They lost five that- – that's that's the way I'm going. I, it has nothing to do with Kareem Hunt. I don't think they had a chance before Kareem Hunt got hurt, got um got cut. Personally, I I watched that defense. That defense you literally hear me is absolutely Jeremy. terrible i don't think they'll beat the chargers the next time they play that team had no chance of winning because they were just gonna outscore everybody i don't think you can Jeremy. I, you're saying you're the defense of the saints isn't that good do you realize play? if you if you, you look at the play? last eight weeks you the last play? half season yeah. we're top five in the league Jeremy, how many points do you guys allow per game we're, we're down to 23 points a game not down. What's the, that's average the average amount that you that's the average? It's down. The average twenty three points. It's twenty three points, points per game. What's, now. How does that rank it in NFL? We're we're ranked thirteenth right now in scoring. And and points allowed. That's not good. Where are the Chiefs rank? They're
0: like twenty eighth. Jeremy. So yeah, if, New Orleans thirteenth, they're twenty seventh.
1: My that that that's my point exactly. You can't go and say that this like the Saints just don't outscore people. You guys are on a defensive team to where you guys are going and beating guys off the defensive Damon. line, or you guys are scoring a bunch of defensive teams. In, a, in, a, in, in, the, a, in the last four weeks, if, who if, has if the best had Kareem Hunt? If, if Chiefs had Kareem Hunt and played the Saints, I'd probably predict that game. The overrunner probably gonna be 120 points. We, we, <laughs> no, it would, be, it would be high scoring, but could the Chiefs? So well, no, 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 no. It would be high score. This I'm not saying you can defense. shut them down, Damon. But when the Rams played the Chiefs, could they stop, could the Chiefs stop them at all? No, they couldn't. Okay, I didn't mean it for you to get into a tangent about your Saints, but let, let's let's round it back into what the original conversation we had. Uh Kareem Hunt obviously made a bad decision. Me personally, I feel like everybody deserves a second chance, but I think they have to earn that second chance. So by by him going on uh on TV and saying, hey, you know, I know I did bad, but I just don't. I don't feel like he deserves to be back in the league next year. I think he needs to go through counsel. I think he needs to go through some some stringent type of program to make sure that he's he's truly rehabilitated himself. The same thing with Rudford. I, I just think NFL is a walking, uh, hypocrite show. I mean, you got to think about it. You got a guy like Colin Kaepernick who did nothing but peacefully protest something that he believes in. Who's not even getting shot shots at any team when. The, probably the quarterback position is probably the the least talented position in the NFL compared if, if you're not talking about the top tier quarterbacks but yeah well, you know Ruben Foster let me finish you have Ruben Foster who beats up this girlfriend this is the second third time he's beat this girlfriend up well that's a legend it's not allegedly it's, it's, it's alleged. a police report it's a legend she's it's, it's a legend uh, let me let me tell you why this is why I say I it's alleged. I, don't, this I is the really same don't give a shit about it being allegedly. No, 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 let him finish. This is the same brother were candid before. A lot of times when the DA brings charges and you get you, you get locked up overnight, that's not alleged. You have charges brought. He has active charges for domestic <laughs> violence. Default. So so Anderson came out. J- Josie Anderson came out and said, "I have intimate knowledge. I can't tell you about right now, but when the details come out, she's like, hold, hold your.' Well, we're going to wait it until the until come comes out because well, I saw him. I, I well, saw let, him let, let me just give a little more detail, Damon. In, in this front girl, of the judge. Yes, yes, so, that's what happens when you get charged, yes.
0: Okay. I'm sure she had so bruises, charged.
1: He was charged before, and then she came out and said she lied. And then, this so is Jeremy, the same girl. What do you really believe happened? Wait, wait, let me finish my statement, let me finish my statement. This is the same girl who previously, with a previous boyfriend, spent time in jail because it was proven that she lied that he does and said he domestically abused her when she didn't. So she spent time in jail for that. So I think he's an idiot for being with the same person. But this is somebody who has a history about lying about domestic violence because she actually spent jail time for lying on somebody about domestic violence. And the that's all irrelevant. And the time
0: she was he was arrested. There was an actual video of her getting in a fight with another girl, which was the cause for all the bruises that she alleged
1: that he gave her. So I'm not, I'm not saying Guys, y'all, y'all, y'all's point is irrelevant. You know why it's irrelevant? Because NFL is not even doing the due diligence to, to, to let the facts come out. They
0: are. He's on, That's why he's on the commissioner's exempt list, which means he can, he can not play any, any games.
1: So, but is he actively getting paid by NFL team after he got cut? Yes. Yes or no? Yes, he is. Why wouldn't he be? That's my point. So let me finish because you you're, you're, you're charged for a crime.
0: Isn't it innocent till proven
1: guilty or is it guilty till proven innocent? It's innocent until proven guilty. So he's innocent. But if you you are charged with a crime like domestic violence, in my opinion, all the facts need to come out before you get another job. Oh, he he didn't get another job. I can can disagree with that because I can say if you didn't do it, you shouldn't have been suffering for the last 10 months because somebody accused you of something you didn't do. Like to me, you need to be proven, and especially if this is someone who has... A history, me personally, about Ruben Foster. I would have never picked him up. I don't think he should have been picked up by another team. It's purely off his stupidity, though. If you're with somebody, and that's the reason why the 49ers didn't pick him back up or, or cut him was because apparently John Lynch had an agreement with Ruben Foster that he would not be around this girl anymore because they said she lied about it. She said she lied about it. And then once they were together again, she was at the team hotel that's the reason why he cut him was because he said, Hey, we had an agreement. You weren't even gonna see this girl anymore because obviously she lied on you the first time. So the fact that he's back with the same girl and then he gets accused of domestic violence again, that's why the 49ers cut him. So to me, he's stupid. I would not give him another opportunity. Your point about Colin Kaepernick is, is factual and is and it's you know completely on base. I, I completely agree with it. But to Ruben Foster, I put in a little bit different category than Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt is obviously guilty. I'm not sure if Ruben Foster is guilty. Uh, the one thing I think he's guilty of is he's guilty of being an idiot for being with this person. If this, if he didn't do it, if he did do it, he he deserves to be right there with Kareem Hunt, un, unemployed. Yeah, but I, and I think I think I, make- I, I, I tend to I, I totally disagree disagree with both of you guys' points. If there's accusations out there from from a female and there's more than one accusation from the same, girl? if she lied about it or not, you put yourself in a situation where you you're with her again to be loud on, and if she files another charge w- against him, which which she did and he got charged for it. He appeared before a judge. He got cut by a team, and then he's picked up by another team when Colin Kaepernick won't even get a shot. But that has nothing to do on, with each going other. Going back an NFL they back onto They have, they're,
0: they're, they're totally have nothing to do with each other, and this is why I'll say this. One, obviously Colin Kaepernick should be picked up, but Reuben Foster got picked up off waivers, meaning what happens is he got cut by the 49ers, and when you get cut, all the other thirty-one teams have an offer to say, uh, an option to say, "I will take that contract and see what happens." So I don't think until he's proven guilty. If the Redskins want to pay him for doing nothing, that has nothing to do with me. As they, if they were letting him play on the field, I would have a I would have a much bigger problem. Uh, with Kareem Hunt, do I think he should be suspended for the entire next season? No, I don't. I think, uh, in, in my my opinion, when it comes down to it, is um, if a team is willing to hire you. And you've, you've done, obviously, they, there's going to be a punishment there. But once your punishment is done, then I think, I don't think this is, is elementary school. We should start saying, hey, we, we want to make sure how your feelings are. I, I think if, if I went to prison for something and I got out and somebody was willing to hire me, then I should get hired. I shouldn't be like, okay, well, I got out of prison, but now let's make sure he goes through counseling before he gets hired for a son. I think at the end of the day. If the, whatever the NFL he decides, absolutely should be I, able to. No, I, I, I agree, should go to counseling. I think he should go to counseling.
1: <laughs> I he should, he I but
0: I know I, I agree he should go to counseling. I think that. But I, what I'm saying is, I'm not saying hey, he should sit out the next year to think about his actions. I think at the end of the day, Why not? whatever the suspension is, whatever the NFL deems is the right suspension. Whenever they they rule him eligible to go back and play, if a team is willing to pay him, I'm not going to limit his ability to earn a, a living because of the fact that I want to see
1: that. thats You didn't limit it. He limited it.
0: He limited his own self but then you by would making be dumb it. decisions. You would be limiting it by saying that. Like at, at the end of the day, it's the the same thing that you hate about the Colin Kaepernick situation, and I agree they're different, would be the, the thing people hate about Kaepernick's situation is that decisions are being made against the, the best interest of the team, right? And if we start saying that – and I think he should definitely be suspended. wherever suspension is, is it, gonna be. I mean, he's, he's got to serve the suspension. But at a certain point, if a team is willing to say, "Hey, look, we will pay him, and we feel comfortable bringing him in our locker room," then they should be able to.
1: Now, no teams. There, that, it's twenty six teams right now. The the NFL. It's thirty two teams. They don't have any. It's thirty two teams right now that would take Kareem Hunt right now. Mm, no, no, he wouldn't. And and why no, he would. No, they would. They wouldn't. And what I'm saying is, they would. If no
0: teams, if the NFL came year, out and say,
1: you know what, you guys are, are free to hire him, and they, if they wouldn't get any backlash, they would hire him right now. So they, you they can't base your one. decisions off. You can't base your decisions off, especially off of a of a business like the NFL, who is uh, who who essentially blackball a guy for a for you keep peacefully, peacefully that. protest. That's
0: completely different. If I can go, I can I can go past it's that. Same I can go past that and say. Well, the NFL allowed Dante Staal to play and not miss any games after he he killed a person the previous season. So he had he had a situation where where he got Jared, drunk and high saying, and hit and hit a person and killed them in his car, and he came back and played for the Ravens the next year
1: without a suspension. So I'm not telling Jared, you're you you're saying on one end that you can respect the decisions that the NFL makes as far as suspending players, right? On one end, but on the other end, you can't. You you, you, you can't. There's rules. In you're place. saying that NFL yeah. shouldn't have done that, but if, the, if you're saying that NFL, you know, if he if they suspend him for four games next year, you're cool and bringing back five in game five because NFL says so. No, no. What That's I'm what, you're what I'm saying is there are rules in place. The rules
0: are for any domestic- by who the NFL has rules in place in their bylaws in the collective bargain agreement that the suspension for a domestic violence or similar charge is six games. He's going to miss.
1: What's the rule about blackballing players for yeah, preseason? There's, play
0: there's not that, but let me finish. Okay. You keep you keep confusing your argument. We're not talking
1: about Kaepernick. This no, isn't the Kaepernick part. Are we talking about Kaepernick or are we talking about Kareem Hunt? I'm, ta- I'm talking about the system as a whole. You but can't that, base your decision so you can't,
0: you can't base, off of. You can't base the system as a whole. The
1: NFL uh, basic.
0: All right, well, well, wait, and let me finish then on this. Kareem Hunt, the system is set up where there's something similar to a do- domestic violence. There's a six-game suspension. The, he's gonna miss and be on the commissioner's exempt list for the rest of the season, which would be six games. The reason I say he's probably gonna be suspended the next four is because there's the two other incidents at the nightclub and at the restaurant. I think he'll be suspended the next four. Colin Kaepernick. You believe that he can
1: come back on, on game five? Yes,
0: but Colin Kaepernick's situation. What is being reported is that the NFL is trying to be to to get approved gambling in stadiums, which will bring billions and billions of dollars to the to the NFL teams, and that white. Republicans have said if the team signs Colin Kaepernick, we're not going to allow this to pass through. This came out today. And so a part of Kaepernick being blackballed is being reported that is because they need enough people on the right side of that constitution to pass this law. So do I think that's terrible? Yes. Should he have a job? Obviously, but I'm not going to compare. Well, since Colin Kaepernick can't get a job, now Kareem Hunt shouldn't be able to get a job. I think if, if they have something collectively bargained, his suspension is what a suspension is, and then the market should dictate whether he gets the job or not.
1: We're going to agree to disagree there, guys. Um, let's move on to uh, uh, some NCAA football. Um, the college football official playoff uh, bracket has came out. Um, obviously, uh, Alabama's in at one after their gut-wrenching win over the Georgia Bulldogs. Jalen uh, Hurts came through. Um, had a huge game, backed up to a uh they're in at one, Clemson at two, uh Oklahoma's at four, uh three we have who do we have three guys? Um Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Yeah, Notre Dame, the, the, the team that has the the worst schedule, but but in. Uh but yeah, what do you guys feel about uh the, the, the Clemson Dame matchup and the uh Oklahoma um and Alabama matchup coming coming up in a few weeks? Let's start with Jared. Well, I um I think they
0: got it right. Um, I think when you look at it, Notre Dame going to have to get in, even though I don't. I don't think they they deserved it in the sense that they they didn't play a, a very strong schedule at all. And um, I think it's tough whenever you you're you're looking at what they did. And they their their best win was the first week of the season when they beat Michigan, when Michigan wasn't you know nearly the team that they were towards the end of the year. Um, I think at the end of the day, though, if you if you're going to look at it and be a hundred percent honest, I think. Clemson is going to beat them pretty solidly there were were NFL scouts that talked about that um, you know the dynamic of that game and they said that uh, they don't have the speed at all that that Notre Dame doesn't have speed in the secondary to be able to keep up with Clemson by any stretch of the imagination and that they expected the game to be in their words uh, a boat race is what they said which is uh, for people that don't understand, that it is a, a really bad beat down. So I think at the end of the day, Clemson is going to win and cover the 11 and a half points. Alabama, I think, is going to beat Oklahoma by fourteen in, uh, by more than 14 and cover. Uh, but I think that's going to be an entertaining game. I think they're not – Kyler Murray is going to get you at minimum. I mean, they're, at minimum, Kyler Murray is going to get you 35 to 40 points. Um, hmm. Jeremy has some hesitation when thinking about them, but but literally – um, one, I, I'm not that impressed by their defense. but but I think Alabama's defense got somewhat exposed in that game. They should have Georgia should have scored a lot more points. Um and then you throw in the fact that uh Lincoln Riley is a much more creative play caller than anybody they faced. And and even when he was a play caller, uh, or, or when Oklahoma faced them a few years back, obviously the game didn't mean as much to to uh Alabama, but Alabama beat them I mean, Oklahoma beat them by thirty with Trevor Knight because of the creative play call well, like so I think at ago? the end of the day, I think it was five. But with that being said, I think uh, you look at the situation that you're, that you're dealing with, and you say, "I think Oklahoma is going to be able to generate, manufacturer offense." But at the end of the day, I don't think their defense is going to be able to get any stops, um, which is going to make that a very, very difficult game uh, from the win. So, um, I got both Alabama and Clemson in the national title game, as I said a month ago. I wonder who do you have winning that game, Jared? Jared, I wonder. I, I, mean. I got I got Clemson winning that game because of the fact that I think they were the better team. Um, and I think I, I feel more confident than I did last week after watching the Georgia game. I said, Tua gets hurt every week, it seems like. And uh, obviously, he got hurt again. Um, and I think at the end of the day, I think their defense isn't as solid as, as it's been. And I think we're going to be able to get a dub by just continuing to do what we do, which is rushing the passer and Trevor Lawrence being special and Travis Etienne being the best running back in football.
1: All right. Nothing. Uh, nothing too surprising about Jared's picks there. Um, he might be true. I mean, it's a guy who uh, used to call Clemson, betting on Clemson uh, free money. So, yes, uh, he has made me a bunch of money on uh, on the on the boys in orange. But, uh, Jeremy, how do you feel like this uh, college football playoffs is gonna uh, play out? Overall, I thought it was. You know, th- they took the easy way out by putting Oklahoma in. They were the obvious choice. Oh yeah, we're going to put Oklahoma in. They beat somebody solid. Oklahoma should not be in this thing. And I'm tired of people saying that Notre Dame shouldn't be in. To be honest. Notre Dame really deserves to be in. If you look at it, they put Michigan on their schedule. They put USC on their schedule. They, 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 put, they didn't put the schedule in, in place years ahead of time. There, there's no determining, okay, oh, man, this team's going to be down this year or this team's going to be up this year. They put together a solid schedule, and they beat a solid schedule. They played that same Syracuse team and almost beat Clemson and beat them by like 100 points. So overall, I think that Notre Dame is going to give Clemson a very good game. A very good game. That Syracuse team, two years in a row, gave Clemson problems. I saw the same Notre Dame team on the field with Syracuse, and Syracuse looked like they were a JV team. That's what that game looked like. The Syracuse have not started quarterback? They did when the game started. Did, did
0: Notre Dame lose their starting quarterback during that game?
1: Um, No. Quick question. Uh, When Trevor Lawrence played, because he got knocked out like two minutes ago, how many points did you guys have?
0: Two minutes to go. Uh, he got knocked out with 15 minutes to go in the first half. No,
1: he did. He got knocked out real. Like, there was like the first half was almost all the way over.
0: It wasn't at it all.
1: It was. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll digress because you can look it up and see the exact time if you want to right now. Uh, but you guys in two straight seasons did not score – could not move the ball against Syracuse. And they absolutely destroyed them. So, um
0: Jeremy, if you look at both of those games, though, Syracuse both years, our starting quarterback got hurt in both of those games.
1: Yeah, but at both years, they they were able to stop your offense, right? Like, like, but with third string quarterback, yes, with your, with your starters in those seasons, did they get hurt in the first half or the second half? The second, but last year was the second half. First half. The first, half. And then this year it was it was no, last year was first half. Huh? Last
0: year was first half. No, no. Kelly Bryant got tackled from behind.
1: Regardless, you guys have struggled with Syracuse. They absolutely destroyed them. They beat Michigan. They beat everybody that's been put in front of them. They really, I think, are being a little underrated in this game, and I wouldn't be surprised if they beat Clemson. I'm going to put my money on Clemson because I think Clemson's uh, the better team, but I'm not putting this out as like, oh, man, Clemson can't be tested. I saw Clemson go out and give up 35 points in South Carolina. So, um, at the end of the day, I think they're – I watched uh, Notre Dame beat Ball State by two. You guys beat Syracuse by two, and they beat them by 30. So what's your
0: point? Huh? I watched them beat Pitt by four. I watched them beat Vandy by five. I, I, you go through their schedule. That Syracuse game was super impressive for them. But what I will say is this. They I asked the Pitt pit coach after the game. They said, compare Clemson and Notre, uh, and Notre Dame, who will likely play each other. And he said, there's no comparison. Clemson's probably going to win a national title. They're way better than Notre Dame is. And he said, actually – I would probably rather play Notre Dame than to play central Florida.
1: Jared, if you asked, um, let's just say this, let's say you asked the Redskins or the Eagles who was tougher to play the saints or the Cowboys. What would they have said?
0: If you asked the Redskins or the Eagles, who was better tougher to play the saints or the yeah. Cowboys? I'm sure they said the saints were. Yeah, tougher but
1: on one, on one day they went out there and lost. So at the end of the day, it's a one game a one game. This is football. You I'm not gonna put it on, I'm not gonna put it out of reach that they don't have a chance to beat you guys. On the other side of the field, there's no chance Alabama's gonna beat Oklahoma. My guess is somewhere around the lines of 64 to 12. I mean, or the the, probably the 21. I don't see them putting up a lot of points. They don't have the physicality, they don't have the offensive line, they're not gonna be able to run the ball. And and I think Kyle Murray is really gonna get beat up pretty good against that Alabama defense. Um, you're talking about, oh man, you know, I'm not sure, you know, that defense got exposed. You know, have you seen Swift? Have you seen that Georgia offensive line? Those guys are monsters out there pushing people around. They got NFL players all over the offensive line. Oklahoma is a speed team, and you're not gonna outspeed Alabama. Alabama's gonna run all over the place, hit people, and, and knock people out. They got cornerbacks who can go out their wide receivers. Oklahoma's number one wide receiver. No, Yes, they do. Patrick Surtain. If, if Hollywood Brown plays, if, 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 if
0: Hollywood Brown plays, they don't have a guy on the field. Patrick, Howard Brown is Tyreek Hill. He's a 4-2 guy. And Patrick Sertan Jr. is good. He's a true freshman. He's not that good.
1: Like I said, they'll shut them down. They'll, they won't score 28 points. And, and Alabama will have over 60. This will not. They should not have been in. It should have been Georgia. They should have made it Georgia, Clemson, and Notre Dame, Alabama. And then it would have been Georgia and Alabama playing for the national championship. Jeremy, I'll ask you even if point that point. was the case, I still wouldn't want to see Georgia play Alabama. I mean, they had a fourteen point lead going into the to the to the to the uh,
0: four, the, the
1: prime of second half, and they couldn't hold up. Well, why would I want to see that again? And Jeremy, I'll ask, I'll ask you this question: But because I'd rather see a competitive game between Georgia and Alabama again than to see Alabama win by. The Jeremy, league. I'll ask, Jer- I'll ask Jeremy. you this question: what's, what's the line on that Oklahoma game, four, Jerry? The Oklahoma points. and Clemson game, four, fourteen points. Uh, Jeremy, how Oklahoma, much do you want in that game? Uh, do you name you name the number. I'm the bank on this side. Let's do fifty bucks. Fifty? Hey. That's gonna make it happen. Hey, hey Jeremy, today. I got a question
0: for you. What uh-huh. was Georgia's best win this year?
1: I don't know. Probably Florida or somebody. It's, it wasn't I mean they didn't right. have any impressive right. wins.
0: So I'm not gonna put you in a playoff because you had a close loss. Like we're not we're not playing this game of you almost won. Or else I'm gonna start throwing citadel in the top. Who was home. Oklahoma's best win? Oklahoma's best win was probably West Virginia, Texas, like
1: West Virginia is not
0: good, and Texas is not good. Uh, I would disagree on that. I saw West Virginia go in and play Tennessee. And Texas didn't... got four losses. T- Texas has four losses, yes. One of them to Oklahoma. Florida's got four losses, win to Missouri. At the end of the day, like I said, I'm not going to give Georgia. Missouri, Missouri or Maryland? Uh, it depends. I, I, I would take Maryland over Missouri, but at the end of the day, this is what I'm telling you. Georgia didn't have a legit – their best win was Florida – their next best win was probably South Carolina. Like, I'm not going to put you in the playoffs with two losses, not winning your conference, just because you had a close game. If you, if they were a one, if they didn't, and, and then there are other losses, they lost to LSU by 20, 20 points. Like, I'm not going to put you in the playoffs because you had a close loss. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. Do I think Georgia possibly could be a top four or a top 14? Yes, I think they're better than Notre Dame. I think they're way better than Ohio State. They may be better than Oklahoma. I think it'd be a close game. But I'm not going to.
1: maybe they'll destroy Oklahoma. It's the
0: same team from last year. From Oklahoma, basically, and you no,
1: know, that defense is way worse than last year's Oklahoma. And Georgia's defense, defense is way worse. Stats, no, they're not close. If you look at the stats, they're they're comparable. No, they're not. If you look at the, the stats of if you look at the stats from Oklahoma, they're what are they? 112th in defensive rank. I mean, they're they're, they're defense. Literally, I'm not sure it could stop Fort Mill High School. And they have I'm really not. I think they have Fort Mill High, High School offense. would end up losing the game 68 to 14 to, to, to 38. They, they, huh? they had the most
0: efficient offense in the history of college football.
1: Well, that's because they're playing in the sorriest conference in the history of college football. You'll see, just like we always see, the SEC is hands, shoulders, legs, knees, shins. I mean, their entire body is ahead of the rest of the conferences. If you took a – you know how they do the Big Ten ACC Challenge in basketball? If you did a SEC Rest of College Football Challenge, the SEC would win.
0: Jeremy, the SEC has three good teams, one of those being Alabama, who's – borderline great the rest of that conference is i mean texas a&m can't win away from borderline home. great borderline great like clemson's borderline great I don't, I don't think bama's on some level i mean we watched that game did bama look like they were invincible no not at all and you told me about Tua. if he died he was gonna be buried at the Heisman ceremony um his funeral would be at the hosman ceremony when he wins the hosman two is not winning the hosman now i don't think
1: mm, you're gonna be wrong on that but Anyway, you're telling me a team that won every game by 21 points to the last one is, sem- is, is, you know, semi-great. They might be the greatest team of all time. Cheers, stop. All right, let's go on ahead and transition that. That's a, that's a good way to uh, piggyback off that, that last statement right there. Uh, the Heisman, Heisman will be announced uh, on Saturday. Um, you have your boy Dwayne coming from Ohio State. You got Kyler from Oklahoma. Um, Yeah, Haskins. We know all know his last name. Kyler Murray from Oklahoma. <laughs> and uh i don't i don't know how to pronounce your boy too i just call him tua but uh those three gentlemen have, have played uh well all season um let's start with uh jared this time who do you guys feel or who who do you feel jared uh deserves to win the heisman this year
0: last week i said it was tua tua lost the heisman this week man um one if you look at his biggest games he's played this year i don't think he's played particularly well versus those defenses uh, LSU, he had a terrible turnover. I didn't think he played that well. I didn't think he played well versus Mississippi State. And this game versus Georgia, before he got injured, he was ten for twenty-five for one hundred twenty-five yards and two picks. Um, I mean, that was by far his worst game I've ever seen him play. And when you throw in what Kyler did, um, continuing to just run the ball and throw the ball, the season he's had, he's he's higher than him on QBR. He's higher. Their their team's higher in passer efficiency. And rushing-wise, they're not even close. Kyler Murray, man. I mean, I, I listened to Todd McShay say uh, – and Mel Kuyper said. Todd McShay said he'd go first round in the NFL draft this year. Mel Kuyper said if, if Kyler Murray was three inches taller and was six feet, he'd be the hands-down number one pick in the draft. He's so spectacular. And the way he's he carried is. his team and the way that Tua struggled with two picks, 10 for 25, 120 yards or so uh, in that last game, Kyler's going to win the Heisman, and I think he deserves it.
1: Jeremy, Uh, uh I'm not going to go that far. I am actually going to say Tua deserves it. He's going to win the Heisman. Kyler is not going to win the Heisman, mainly because you're talking to apples and oranges. We're not talking stats. Oh, he's got a higher QBR. What defenses did he play the entire season? Uh, if I if I just go through, uh, I'm I'm sitting here looking at the NCAA uh, defenses now. Well, it it does matter because you know what? If you go out and play against uh, Rock Hill High School's tennis team in high in high school. Uh, every every week, you're probably gonna win a lot of matches. Oh no! Doesn't necessarily mean you're playing a high, a high level of competition. Uh, so let's just go through. There's not a single Big Twelve defense in the top fifty in the country. Hmm. Interesting. So could that possibly mean that he's just playing a whole bunch of terrible defenses? Who everybody scores back and forth? Let me. I'm I'm really scrolling to see when I get to the first. Um, Jeremy, I will ask you a question Big though. Right? Twelve defense. You, that, you that's right. It. Texas is the best defense in the Big 12 And they're ranked 68th in the country
0: Jim I'll ask you this question You told me a couple weeks ago When Alabama had back-to-back Shutouts about how impressive It was because they beat two top 25 teams And didn't allow a point But mm-hmm. we didn't factor in Those teams were, in, were Not top 100 In passing, uh, passing offense And neither of them were top 50 as far as Total offense So we can't look at Kyler Murray. So what I'm saying is you can't look at it one way and say, oh, well, Kyler Murray has, isn't facing the, these offenses. You could look at it the other way and say, well, the Big 12 has the best offenses in the football, and that's why their defenses aren't there. And the SEC's defenses are higher because they don't have the, high, the same caliber offense. And you got to look at the fact well,
1: that. Or not necessarily because you told me that Missouri had a terrible defense, and so they ranked 53rd. So the Missouri defense that you told me is the worst defense in the SEC is better than the best defense. In the, in, the, in the Big 12. Jeremy, look who's Missouri's playing.
0: Kentucky has a terrible offense. Florida has a terrible offense. Like You go through that. Vanderbilt has a terrible offense. Your your numbers are going to look good if you're not facing anybody that's good.
1: But, Jared, does it normally play out when the Big 12 plays against the SEC?
0: It depends. I watched what, what, what Oklahoma five holds years up? ago uh, blow out Alabama.
1: Yeah, five years ago um, I had a – I had dreads rolling on the back They're de- rolling down my back. That's that's a long time ago. Coming <laughs> <laughs> to club, shaking my bony uh, bow, buttony heads. Oh yeah, yeah. So I mean yeah. we we can get into get into all that. If you look at the fact that two <coughs> of excuse me, wasn't playing fourth quarters, so therefore his numbers are a little bit down. If you looked at if he, if you do it over, hey, the amount of time he played compared to the amount of time Kyler played, their stats going to be very similar, except he was just doing it against better competition. So at the end of the day, two his team's undefeated. Two is the reason that his team is putting up crazy stats. If you look at Alabama in any other year, Alabama's won like a million national championships. Have you ever remember the Alabama offense that was that was this good? He's the reason why it's, the it's offense not is not just
0: him, though. That's,
1: Baker that's, Mayfield did the exact same thing before. Jeremy. Everybody's out at Oklahoma puts up these exact same stats. Like, Baker Mayfield's stats last year were almost identical to Kyler Murray. So you can say a system. Jeremy,
0: Jeremy, I'll ask you this question, though. If you look at Alabama, they have three NFL starting running backs. They have three NFL starting wide receivers, three of them that will go in the first two rounds. They have they have a tight end that's going to go first round. Way more. The, the, the tight end is going to go first round in this year's draft. He's projected as the number one tight end. He's got the best offensive line in the SEC. He's got a left tackle that's projected to go in the top ten in the draft. So if you're going to look at it and say, oh, yeah, yes, is he really good? Yes, he's really good.
1: What, but, is, that, is that new for Alabama or do they normally have that? They don't normally have that many weapons. They normally have one guy. Oh, wait, 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 wait! Did they not have? Did they not have Mark Ingram and Julio Jones with Cam Robertson? I can go through the list. Look, like oh, they've always been stacked. Oh, what are their Cam What are their offenses not doing? What they're doing now? Cam
0: Robinson came out like a year and a half ago, and those guys came out like. But
1: they, well, who 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 was it that came out with them? It, I mean, it was. They have they have DJ Fluker and all. Those, I mean, they always have guys coming out. They they have guys time. come out. You but know, Alabama everybody. They're don't, they,
0: don't, they they haven't had three NFL first round caliber receivers and a first round caliber tight end and a first cl- round caliber Are these guys out. freshmen? No. it's one of them is Waddle is but So they were there last year. Diggs was there last year and Ruggs was there okay, last
1: year. So they were there last year. year. And 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 they were they were there the year before. No, they're sophomores. Okay, so they had Calvin Ridley there who's lighting up in NFL. So these teams these players who have been there for years, they've always had these players why are they all of a sudden putting up astronomical numbers? Because of Tua. At Oklahoma, when when Baker Mayfield left, he just took over where Baker Mayfield left off. He's pretty much just an extension of the offense. So yeah, hey, next of, year if I'm with sure Kyler.
0: Do you think if Kyler played with that talent in Alabama, Kyler wouldn't put up some of numbers of what Tua's done?
1: No, he wouldn't. He's not as good as Tua. And all, all right, that. I I it's another, yeah, another subject on, on this podcast. Uh we're gonna have to just agree to disagree, guys. Obviously Jer- Jeremy thinks that Kyle Murray, uh just because I guess he's playing with playing against uh some subpar defenses, which I would agree that he doesn't deserve the Heisman. But um Jarrett feels that Kyle is a guy. I guess Dwayne Haskins is uh is gonna come in third. I think it's pretty much known that we he probably knows he's gonna he's gonna go yeah. third. But I mean, I'm sure he's happy that he's he's actually in the top three in that conversation. But as move right. The guys. Uh you said what? I say he's just there for the picture. Well, here's right, the thing: he's the one uh, get drafted
0: in the top five of the NFL draft, so good.
1: All right, guys, let's, let's keep moving right along. Let's talk about some NBA for a little bit. Um, the Lakers are looking really, really good. Uh, they've recently run three three games straight. Uh, they're now fourteen and nine. Uh, do you guys think they're a threat at all to uh dethroning the Warriors? Uh, I saw my boy Kobe come out and uh, he's talking a little. He's putting a little pressure on the on the squad right now. I'm not sure if that's a good or bad thing, but do you guys feel like. Uh, that the Lakers are are getting better, and eventually at the end of the season, do you think they're a legitimate threat to to take down the Warriors in the West?
0: Um, no, uh, <laughs> I would say uh, I think the Lakers are the second best team in the Western Conference when the season ends. Uh, but nobody's beating the Warriors. I mean, at the end of the day, we can we can try to every year we can try to fool ourselves into believing that somebody's going to beat the Warriors. But when Boogie Cousins comes back, they're going to have five all NBA players in the same team and a pretty deep bench. Like, nobody's beating the Warriors. But what I will say is, as I said beforehand, the Lakers are playing well. They're going to start playing better. The competition's lighting up a little bit because at the beginning of the season, they were playing a really tough schedule. But with that being said, when LeBron gets to a team, they always typically start slow. Now his usage rate is up a little bit. He's running a little bit more of the point. They're going to be, by the end of the season, a 50-plus win team and a top-three seed in the West. And they're going to be the biggest threat to actually take out the Warriors. But they're not going to take out the Warriors unless they make some huge trade and get Anthony Davis or somebody else before the end of the year.
1: There we are. There we are over the trade again. Let's get them some more help. Um, Anyway, I'm going to say they have no chance whatsoever. I mean, the the real competition now is actually going over to the East. Uh, I think that the Raptors or the Celtics are the only team that has a shot against the Warriors um, right now. I think if you look across the landscape of the Western conference, it's actually not great. It's just not. I mean, I look over, and who's the number one seed in the West right now? It's the Nuggets. You know Who's behind them? The Clippers. So, overall, what you're seeing is uh, there's some teams that are playing good ball, but none of them have stars. So, what, what's going to end up happening? It's going to get down to the playoff time, and the Lakers are going to be right there. They'll probably be a four or five seed somewhere around that line. Or so, maybe they'll have to make some trades or, or, or get something done. But, no, I don't think they have any legitimate chance. All right, gentlemen. Let's get right into these picks from last week. Week 13, let's recap these picks. It's not that much to talk about, but we're definitely going to get into this uh, $996 bet that we talked about before. Uh, <laughs> Jeremy is down $296 for the season. Uh, Jerry had a good week. He's up $600 for the week. He's now up $400 for the season. What do you guys think about your picks last week? And let's start talking about some of these picks for week 14. We get into the nitty gritty of the season. Teams got to put up or shut up. What you guys got, man? Let's go with JDZ this time. Jamie, what you got, man? Rough week last week for me, obviously. Um, I'm about to bounce back, bounce, but bounce back, uh, in the words of uh, the innocuous uh, Juvenile. I don't even know if that's a real word or if I said it right, but it sounded right when it came out, so I'm just going to stick with it. Um, but this week, man, I got some games. I'm actually not even gonna bet on my Saints this week because the way the Saints generally go, the Saints are like a uh, like a rev up team. Like they'll once they lose a game, generally the next game they'll come back and win, but it'll be like, Oh, that wasn't that impressive. And then the next week it's like, oh, they look better. And then continuously they just build up momentum until they're a big snowball where they run over everything. So uh I'm not gonna put any money on us this week, but uh big snowball, huh? Big snowball. Yeah. Yeah, okay. that's what, like, a, like a snowball, just you know, momentum going downhill. So uh, the teams I am betting on this week, uh, one team I vowed I wouldn't bet on anymore, Pittsburgh, minus 10. They're at Oakland. I'm going to put $200 on that because there's one team I do always bet on, whoever's playing Oakland. Uh, the next game, <laughs> L.A. Chargers, minus 14 against Cincinnati. This just seems too easy. I mean, Marvin Lewis, Hugh Jackson that's guaranteed that's going to be obvious $200 the next game uh Buffalo Bills minus three at home against the Jets uh this is a tricky game I think uh because the Buffalo Bills destroyed them so bad uh last a a couple weeks ago I think that the Jets are going to come out a little more energized but I still think they're able to win this game by more than three points Josh Allen has been really really impressive to me especially with his legs um he's really really athletic i didn't realize how athletic he was but i mean he looks really really explosive and i think he's gonna be um able to to he's, beat the jets pretty good and then also he's more,
0: at, uh, Jerry, real quick, he's more athletic than actually his 40 times and stuff he ran like a 4 8 and he ran he had nine carries for 135 yards without running safeties like i don't yeah, get it
1: yeah it's it's crazy maybe he just you know doesn't like track shoes or something but i mean he's that, that kid's an athlete and um uh, the one thing I will say is that the Bills did just cut Kelvin Benjamin. So it's probably Cam Newton's fault. Anyway, uh, the next game I am going to bet on is going to be the Giants minus three against Washington. It's it's just Mark Sanchez. I mean, what do, you want me, what do you want me to do? The Giants have been playing better ball. Eli's still terrible. But they're playing against Mark Sanchez. And knowing how the Redskins have been holding up, I wouldn't be surprised if Sanchez gets hurt and they'll have to put Josh Jackson in. So, um. You know I'm not gonna I'll knock on wood I'm not gonna wish that on anybody but we all know what the Redskins are. And then lastly, Baltimore against Kansas City Chiefs. I'm gonna go Baltimore plus six. I actually think Baltimore is gonna win this game. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs have not played a good defense all season. They have not played a good defense, and this Baltimore defense is really getting in shape. If you watch that game against the Falcons last week, the Falcons made a seventy-something yard last-second drive with two minutes to go in the game that put them up to 135 yards for the game with two minutes to go in the fourth quarter the falcons had 54 total yards against that defense they matched up man across the board jimmy smith took uh, julio jones they had uh, marlon humphrey take his old teammate calvin ridley they matched up uh even old, uh what was it? skip used to call him uh used car he even matched up in the slot against uh, Muhammad Sanu. And they took them off the board. And I think they'll be able to do some of that similarly uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs. I think they're going to force Mahomes to throw the ball. I think they're going to get after Mahomes. And I don't think he has a good game. I think this is going to be the game where you go, oh, yeah, that's why Drew Brees is all obviously the MVP. Um, and I think they're going to uh, get beat. So those are my five picks. 85, what you looking like?
0: Well, I'm not a, a, usually a person that likes to talk smack, but I remember somebody specifically talking a to ton of smack on uh, on our Facebook page. Uh, so, Jeremy, it's good to be back in the catbird seat, to be right back in the lead. Let's go! I'm gonna finish this way on the top. Anyway, that's what she said. Anyway, uh, I'm going with five picks. I got the Titans minus four versus the Jags. All right, last week I bet against the Jags, and I said I get Andrew Luck versus Cody Kessler. Well, Cody Kessler put up six points, but Andrew Luck got shut out. I, get, I only got to get up four points. I expect Mariota to continue his, his good play. to really get a win. And worst case scenario, Titans lose, and that means if we beat the Colts, we secure the division. So it doesn't matter. Win-win anyway. I'm going to go uh, Texans minus five versus the Colts for $200 as well. Um, Texans are just playing too well. Nine straight wins. Let's keep it going. I got Seattle minus three versus the Vikings at home. I don't believe in Kirk Cousins. He doesn't throw the ball. Past five yards downfield, much at all. Uh, I'm agreeing with you, Jeremy, with the Steelers minus ten versus Oakland. Feel good about that game. The last one, which I thought was 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 kind of a no brainer. I get the Denver Broncos only minus four points versus San Francisco. San Francisco looked awful last week versus uh the uh Seattle. So I'm j- I'm just feeling good about my picks. Just gonna keep on trekking along. You know, get get an, another big week. We scratching and surviving.
1: Good times. Okay that that uh that last game is gonna be your hinge point because you're gonna be two and two going into that last game and you know if Denver's able to pull it out should be plus two hundred. Good job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is actually kind of dope. You guys are, are have been bad and good at different times during the season and it looks like it's gonna come down to the wire. I, I don't know, I don't know if the listeners uh, agree with me, but I feel like you guys need to put a little bit more on it for the season. Maybe a, uh, I don't know, It's get interesting because. Whereas Jeremy's down three hundred bucks, Jer- Jared's up four hundred bucks. I mean, we have that much. I thought I was down three more weeks. You're down two ninety six. Oh yeah, two ninety six for the season. But yeah, it's gonna be <laughs> interesting. To, to, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see uh, what happens between you two. Um, I think this week's gonna gonna be a a tell tell uh, a very telling week as far as your picks are concerned. So I'm I'm excited to see what happens this week, fellas. But uh, we, I think that's pretty much wraps up our time. You guys have any closing thoughts that you guys want to leave with the listeners? Jeremy, I, I'm, I'm assuming you 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 will since you've been talking so much crap about um, your saints. But any closing closing thoughts that you guys want to leave with our listeners? I, I actually do. Um, just because it didn't work out for me last week, don't rule out me doing another nine hundred ninety six dollar bet. You know what? Oh God, there's a there's a very very good game coming up in about a week and a half on a Monday night. Um, I'll actually be tailgating for it. Um, so, you know, I, I wouldn't rule that out too too fast. You know, we're going going into Charlotte to play the Panthers, and you know how terrible they look. So, uh, don't rule it out in the future. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, got, what you got, man? Any, all, any all I got, man, is words?
0: is uh, I won't be able to say next week my 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 Clemson Tigers got a dub because uh, we don't play. Um, but guys, let's keep it going with the Texans. Let's keep the win streaks going. Damn it.
1: Oh, uh, guys, why can we see Clemson? Gosh, Tommy.
0: Um, anyway, um, RP guys, plummy,
1: man, for real.
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, I appreciate you guys checking out the show, though. Uh, obviously, we're, we're getting some more followers. Guys, share us online. Um, obviously, make sure you get us out uh, to as many people as you can. Obviously, Damn's gonna tell you the platforms, but when you see our videos and you see the stuff, share it. Uh, we need as many people watching. As possible.
1: Yes, and we're going to get better, guys. Uh, I, I feel that we have get gotten better uh, since our first week. But um, this is a work in progress, so we appreciate your feedback. Make sure you guys check us out on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, Um, I'm trying to get up on title, but we'll, we will see about that. Um, but, yeah, go, go make sure you follow us on uh, Instagram, Facebook. Instagram is amibros, A-M-I-B-R-O-S underscore podcast. Go click the follow button. Uh, like I said, Jeremy and Jerry are gonna start going to start going live a little bit more often. So you'll be able to get some of their hot takes during the week. But we appreciate you guys listening in. We'll see you guys next Thursday. And we out.